Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. What are we at, Neil? One eleven? One one one. Yeah, one one one, baby. Yep. Hey, let's let let's try something real quick, Neil. Yep. Let's do it. Say hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. No, <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Boy, you told, boy, you told, no, it's supposed to be hello. Oh. Well, I you just know, thought hello, Paul. I just hello, thought, hello, hello. You know what is that hello, one? But I, I just thought he said hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. It, it sounded funnier when he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried. We tried, mm-hmm. Paul. And as everything else with our intros, it went off pretty, pretty poorly. But yeah, episode one hundred eleven. Um, the boys are back in town. That's uh, that's so funny that again. you said that because that's exactly what I had thought about naming this too. You play some Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Well. Maybe not. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do an intro. Yes, maybe I'll put that as the intro today to this episode, and then we'll get sued by whoever owns the Thin Lizzy exactly. catalog. That'll be good. <laughs> hey, yeah, we, only the... want to, we can only afford to be sued by people who can't afford good lawyers. I don't know if the estate of like Phil Lynette has good lawyers or not. Well, of course, Thin Lizzy is one of those bands that somehow is going again, despite yeah. the fact that the founding member is dead. <laughs> so it's explain like, that it's one. Like, it's like certain podcasts where the only person left is like the second or third drummer but they just keep going anyway who could you be talking about i have not, i know I, I have no idea sure yes but I don't know but yes there be. is a county fair version of thin lizzie that has like this you know second bass player right <laughs> yeah and some guy singing that i've well i've never heard of but anyway there you go <laughs> wait listen man only ogs here on punk till i die only og members and listen to everybody i don't know if you can tell the difference but our friend thomas here has a new microphone I don't know if you can tell the tell the quality difference. I certainly can immediately. Um, My old one was actually an empty Coke can with a string through it. <laughs> Pretty much. This this one. So it's funny, right? So I had a I had a birthday a couple weeks ago. I well, we I don't know, a week or two ago, whatever, doesn't matter. It wasn't it wasn't like a you know like a decade birthday? It was just a pretty nice birthday. But um, and you know how it is being the dad. It's like, hey, it's dad's birthday. Dad should buy everyone dinner. <laughs> or it's yeah. uh, you know that's every or, but, day isn't it but the thing is you know when the kids are little it's like oh we want to buy dad presents right so they buy dad presents meanwhile they have no money so dad's essentially buying himself a bunch of stuff that he doesn't want so actually this year my wife sort of spearheaded the effort yeah and they got me this this new microphone um i was using a snowball which is sort of like the cheapest uh sort of podcasting microphone now this is like the old style one that neil had he still has it actually so this is you know pro gear pro attitude right yeah, so this is the – it's by the same company, right? I can't think of what that one is called. What's it called? Yeti, maybe? Yeti. Yeah, the blue Yeti, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, a good the mic. Thing I will, the thing I will say about this new microphone that it's a little off-putting is it is like having a giant penis pointing towards my face. <laughs> yeah, you used to make fun of me for that one, but now it's all on you, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> I have it I have it angled just perfectly like if it if it did its thing, it would go right in my eyes. Now, which color is it? Which color it's, do you get? It's blue. Oh, so you do have you have a big you have a big blue dick in your face, big blue exactly. dildo in your face. I didn't want to get all racist with it. So <laughs> yeah, I got the my old one's a black one. There you go. Yeah, it, it's very similar. <laughs> I think this one might not be quite as deluxe as yours, but I'm not sure. But I mean, that one time we, you and I both used it, we both yep. sat around the big black phallus, and uh, it sounded pretty good actually. So <laughs> no, it actually, is. It, 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 it'll be exactly the same microphone, I imagine. I just bought like one of those pop uh, filter things for mine, but that's uh, that just. I for... think we both we've done that a couple times where we just use yours, and I'm sure we will again. Yeah. So, someday we're gonna come up with our like uh, our like punk till I die world tour T-shirts. 
That's and not it's a bad just gonna idea. Be on, it's just going to be like Logansport, Indiana, written on there three times with three yeah. different. Well, no, because no, I went to Michigan, so we can put we can put that's true. Can put that's true. We did Michigan, and, yeah, and we'll probably do some Vegas stuff when we get to Vegas in the fall. Yeah, we're just like gonna try to lure uh, musicians up to Neil's room, <laughs> female only, and maybe we'll interview. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's. I'm sure if it's like every other punk show we've been to, I'm sure there'll be tons of women, you know, tons of single women. That's what punk shows are known for, right? <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Listen, indeed. All right. So you and I, you and I both are going a little bit thematic with our with our song list today. We are. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? You go first, and and let's explain. The, well, so it's. I'm a... not explaining anything, man. I just I just have a certain mood that I just can't quite explain. So I thought I'd try to put it into music. So actually, this is a. <laughs> This is a throwback to, this is a throwback to uh, episode one hundred and eight where we had the the lovely Cretan from Daglo Abortions who I still think it's I think it's funny as hell and we talked about on one hundred and nine how maybe that one should have come with a warning but I, I'm pretty sure if you stuck with this this far you don't you're offend probably not going to get too yeah. worked up about it right just just life's too short to be you know life's too serious to be so serious right kids yeah don't be so thin-skinned everybody kids kids you 50 something year old men out there <laughs> listening so um anyway yeah this is so uh, i'm gonna start with a dangle abortion song this is from their holy shiite album and uh it's actually got both vocalists the cretan and i think the other guy's name is jimbo what was he who's guitarist or something no, he was just like a singer. It was just like I said, the band at one point was kind of a collective. They kind of went through a bunch of people. Creton left for a while, and then they had a different singer come in, and then he came back. So they they didn't kick the other singer out. They just like had two singers for a while. I see. So anyway, see. this song is called. It's a very important political song. It's called "Release the Hostages." <laughs>
the Dayglo abortions with uh, the song Release the Hostages. And not, not I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys couldn't figure out what that was about. <laughs> not to be confused with the NoFX song of the same name. <laughs> did, you see, so, did, you, did you see that NoFX, um, not to go off topic, but did I see they're playing dude, it, they're playing we a gig a in... Well, we no, we don't. We don't, but uh, <laughs> they're playing a gig in Florida, and if you're vaccinated, it's $18 to get in. If you're not vaccinated, it's like $1,000 so to get in. So is that coming up, or is that... Because that didn't happen yet, right? Is that re- I don't even know if that's real. I, I don't know if it's real either, but it just made me laugh. It just made me laugh. Like, the thing with no effects is, you know, back in the day, they used to tour. They don't tour anymore. Like, they'll maybe do some headline festival gigs and stuff like that. Maybe not they'll any, do Not a, anymore, they don't. <laughs> do a few one-offs, but yeah, they don't really tour... Well, I think that's just Vegas because I, aren't they doing like some of these like bigger outdoor festivals and stuff around California? I think there's think they are playing. But yeah, I saw that that. But the thing is, how do you how do you? It seems utterly impractical, right? Well, I guess you'd show you a vaccination card, right? I guess. Yeah. Maybe you could get it tattooed on your forehead. It remind it reminds me of back in the mid '80s. Um, like most most venues would have uh, for a gig, you know, if you were unemployed, because unemployment was real high in England back then. Mm. If you were unemployed and you brought in your UB40 card, you could get in for like half price or something. And for mm. some, if you brought in a student card, you would uh, you would pay like half price as well. But then for some bands who hated students, they say if you brought in your student card, you get charged twice as much. <laughs> which I what, I thought that was always funny. What they really should do, Neil, is charge women half as much, so then maybe they could get some girls to show up. At- there you go. Yes. Yeah. Girls get in free. Yeah. So what yeah. Is? So Neil and I have both been on the road. I was on the road for pleasure. Neil was on the road for work. And I think Neil was sort of in a more exciting locale, though I don't know he how he much he was able to take advantage of it. So Neil, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh recent adventures, or if there was any adventures. Okay, so um as you guys all know, I'm based in the Chicagoland area and that's where I work. And um, well, actually, you work you you live in the Chicagoland area, but you work actually like closer to the Wisconsin border, right? You actually live quite no, or work quite far north of Illinois. Yeah, I mean, I live probably like forty five minutes away from the Wisconsin border, and I work probably like ten minutes away from the Wisconsin border. Okay. Um, if anyone knows Six Flags, I, I work very close to Six Flags. But anyway, he, Mike, he, he runs the Tilt a Whirl. <laughs> it's funny, you know what? I, I can't stand the I can't stand amusement park rides and stuff like that. So when I go, I just normally like wait for the other people to come off the rides, feeling sick. Pay like eighty bucks to hold somebody's purse. That sounds like a great great plan. Well, it's always fun to walk around and look at all the white trash and stuff. That's always, <laughs> it's that's funny. Fun. So so it's funny around like the people from here talk about off topic, right? So the people who live over here. When they go to the amusement park, they tend to go to Cedar Point, which is over by like Toledo. It's in Sandusky, Ohio, Toledo area. 
and and it's it's this huge theme park. But I grew up where I grew up in Wisconsin. We used to go to Six Flags. That was our that was our jam. I went there many times as a kid. Probably you know six or eight, maybe ten times. Well, the six, think the, the Six Flags in like every every state. Well, there's, right? a, they there's have a bunch of them. And then I know there's one in Texas and there's yeah. one in Ohio or whatever. But that one in Gurney, Illinois, is the one that we used to go to really? a lot. And I, that was shit. my dude. That was my. So yeah, around the time you you might not even been in that area yet because you were. Uh, you probably would have been downstate still. But yeah, like the mid 80s, when I was a kid, I thought that was the greatest thing there was. I thought there was no greater joy in the world than going to ride on these roller coasters and just screaming my head off and lifting my arms and all that. And then, like, my wife and I, when we first got married in the mid 90s, we decided to, like, we didn't have any money. So, like, oh, we're going to take a couple of days and go on a cheapo vacation, right? So, we went and visited some of my old friends in Wisconsin. And then we went to Great America. And it turns out, like, somewhere in the 10 year span, I lost the stomach for it. Yeah, I can't stand but it. But now I don't really enjoy it. Like, my kids want to, my daughter, especially my youngest one that just turned 14, oh, we should go to Cedar Point. I'm like, I will get sick. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. They're too fast. The roller coasters when I was a kid were not nearly as fast as they are now. Yeah. I've, so. I've, got, I've got a whole control thing that I do not. I don't like it, but um, but yeah, if you go up there, it's always it's always good people watching, and there's some yeah. there's some stuff. I'm 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 like the I'm with the little kids. I'm the fucking on the roundabout. What's it called? A carousel or whatever. <laughs> that's about that's about my 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 limit right there. But mm. anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I joke. Were you molested on a roller coaster when you were a kid, Neil? Is that why you're? <laughs> well, it's well, it's funny you mention that because when well, I wasn't molested, but I was in a I was in a. <laughs> I was, I was like, a, wow, this, I haven't heard this story. <laughs> I was in a, I was in a, um, like a Dodgem car. I don't know what you call them over here. Oh, they, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what do they call smash? Not smash up derbies. Uh, bumper cars. Yeah, yeah bumper cars. Bumper yeah, yeah. And uh, with my uh, sisters, uh, with my friend's older sister, and we were doing it, and then someone hit us from behind when she, she was driving. She wasn't expecting it, and hit it from behind, and her face smashed into the into the wheel, and like she lost like a bunch of teeth, and there was a shit ton of blood. <laughs> so I'm guessing it was some kind of trauma from that. <laughs> And what we know about British dental care, she still doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> she she moved to Australia, so she's I think in prison now. So um, anyway, they, have, they have different beauty standards in Australia. She'll be fine. Getting back to the original <laughs> point, um, my company uh, we we took over another company out in who's based in California in Irvine. So. Um, trying to migrate all this company's computers to to our systems and stuff and our network. Uh, I was out there for a week, so they shipped me out there for a week, me and two other guys from Lake County, and we um, shipped out to Irvine, California, which, if people don't know, it's in Orange County, so right by Anaheim and... uh, Very wealthy, very wealthy area of Southern California. Very wealthy area of Southern California, yeah. Um, Very, very nice, but like you say, we were working our asses off. We went through, like, Wednesday through Wednesday. And um, so Thursday through Saturday, we just worked our asses off. Um, Sunday, we got we finished early because we was it was supposed to go through Sunday night, and we got finished on Saturday night. And so Sunday we had the day off, so we kind of bummed around. And then Monday, people started picking up their computers and having all kinds of issues. So Monday and mm-hmm. Tuesday were like huge work days too. And then my flight back got delayed, 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 delayed. So we actually swapped flights. We didn't want to come home like after midnight on Tuesday, so we switched swap flights to an early one on Wednesday. So I could tie, I could kind of tell you must have been working like a maniac by how little communication we had over the course of the last <laughs> yeah. last week. Yeah. 
Because we're like we're basically like schoolgirls. We 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 have a constant line of communication open. For those of you who don't know, and uh, so it is pretty weird. But I kind of figured to leave him alone. And plus, I was on vacation, and my wife actually said at some point before we left, "You're not bringing Neil on vacation with us," or something <laughs> like that. That's, well, you know what? I kind of got that feeling. So that's another reason. That's another reason why I didn't. Why you know? Because I I mean I, I I like your wife a lot, so I didn't want to piss her off. So uh, you know. I, well, no, it's 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 fine, but it is. It, you know, it's one of those. It's too easy now in society. Like if you get bored for a second, what do you do? You grab your phone. I see what you maniacs are up to on our little punk till I die group or whatever, you know, or, or some of the other. And so it's really easy to get sucked into those conversations and things. So for sure, but uh, yeah. but yeah, so so you. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you Why don't you play a song? All we right. got a quite a few. We got quite a few songs, so I don't want to. I don't want to go too long between songs. Yeah. So my theme is going to be kind of obvious. So I'm going to play all uh, Orange County bands because uh, you know big punk scene in Orange County. So yep. um, a lot of great bands came out of there. So I'm going to start off with probably the number one Orange County band, and this is going to make a lot of the younger listeners all get upset uh like like matt for example but i don't care so this <laughs> is the uh classic social distortion uh, first single actually i think right um this is the song mainliner mm. mainliner from social distortion um yeah that wasn't on the that wasn't on mommy's little monster was it that was that no was before that it was yeah. 
they did a you know they have an, a compilation called I think it's called is it called ninety forty five What's the comp? They have a compilation of early stuff. Yeah, it's ma- it, that's called Mainliner. Actually. It's called Mainliner yeah, Records from yeah, the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah like right, some right. r- wreckage from the past or something like that. Yeah, and I have it. Yeah, I have it on CD, and it's amazing because it's literally like nine songs, eighteen minutes long or something. Yeah, I think it's it was like, all- dude, you couldn't. Couldn't pack a couple of live tracks on there, so give me a well, little more. Social D has always been very economical with their. Yeah, well, their yeah, well, but they haven't recorded very much in like forty years. But, but um, that's not. But you know, you and I both know that's not true. There's alternate albums of. Ton, there's tons of stuff. That's true. Out there. That, you that, can get like that is European true. box yeah. sets with like fifty songs you've never heard before. Right. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that mainline of records from the past album, I think that was all like the early posh boy demos and stuff like that. Right. So See, that might've even been before that, weren't they on like 13th floor elevator or something like that or some. No, posh other... boy, posh boy was first and then 13th floor was second. Oh, okay. Early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before they started signing to the majors and stuff. It's funny, you know, because, you know, Orange County, beautiful weather, wealthier communities, but boy, a lot of pushback from the outsiders, you know, it definitely had a lot of folks that were going against that grain. That sort of you know, prosperity and everything else. That was going so on. it was. So talking about that, it was crazy. I mean, it was. Um, I was going to say when you went to the bar, were you like shell shocked? It it was typical California. I mean, people from outside might you know think of what they think California is, and this would be exactly what you thought it was because like we went to um, on the Saturday night after we were done with work, uh, probably about four o'clock. A bunch of us. There was a crew. There was a whole crew of us. There was. Uh, I'm going to give him a shout out actually because it was it was a lot of fun. Um John, Julian, uh Naji and Heather. Um not that they'll probably be listening but there you go. Um Naji was a lo- Naji and Heather were locals. They were the ones who were working there. Dude, they're going to be they're going to try to listen. They're going to put on that Cretan episode and be like <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. try to get me fired. Um yeah, exactly. Meals canceled. Naji and Heather were they were they were a very gracious hosts and they drove us around all over the place. So mm. Saturday night we went to Huntington Beach. Mm. which um you know it's a saturday night and the weather was nice and so it was exactly everything you would expect from a beach community you know a well-off beach community um there's a very long pier and like a a, a long stretch called main street where you walk down to the pier and it was just there was like kids it was massed it was mobbed kids skateboarding just so much conspicuous wealth you know everybody mm. is out showing off either their latest cars or um you know, everyone dressed very expensively, probably, but made to you know dressing down kind of thing. But you could tell everything was very expensive. And, and you're there, and you're there in your white shorts and your leather jacket, your short shorts and your white leather jacket. Right? Well, well, it's it's funny. I was wearing like I was wearing like you know typical like combat shorts, you know camo shorts or whatever. Sure. And um, I think I was wearing a punk till I die shirt, as a matter of fact. Nice. Yeah, but uh, like people, you're hoping somebody hoping somebody would recognize you, like come up to you. I, I kind of was. I was I was kind of hoping that actually. Trolling for hits. Um. Like people, like a few people saluted me. I don't know what that was about. If any of my tattoos kind of gave off some kind of military vibe, but that was weird. <laughs> but uh, but and they, they were, were totally all... dissing you. It's like a California diss. You don't even know it, right? Well, That's because they... you, you had your camel shorts on. They were like old homeless guys, which was weird. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> they've anyways... been claiming to be vets for so long, so that they could get extra extra donations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, anyway, we wandered down Main Street and then walked across to the pier and stuff. And the pier was about a quarter of a mile long, man. It's a long pier, and it was very windy. And uh, like I say, the place was packed just with obviously very rich people and the street that you cross to get across to the pier um just like a car show there's just people mm. cruising like 
like for hours it seemed you know in either old 50s cruisers or you know so many teslas down there uh so many and people revving their engines to get from like stoplight to stoplight and stuff it was just so Mm. weird but so typically california right Mm. um and i don't know if i liked it or i hated it it was just very different than chicago you know or a city like that and probably you know you'd have been you'd have felt the same way coming from the midwest it's a very yeah. it's not that i've, ethic I've never spent any time there yeah it, it so but anyway it was great we had a lot of fun and i guess there was some okay so uh, you know and if this is going on too long just stop me but um that's all right the last couple of interviews we've had you've hardly had a chance to talk I'll let <laughs> yeah, you go true, for a little enough, bit. true enough so we were looking for a place to you know to go in and get a drink and stuff obviously because that's what we do uh and you know lots of beachfront restaurants and stuff most of them look like they were mobbed but we went upstairs to a place on Main Street called the Huntington Beach Beer Company. And I guess it's a brewery. So we go up there, and it was fine. They had a seat for five of us, t- table for five of us or whatever. So we went in there. And, man, I swear everybody in there was fucking stoned out of their minds, in- <laughs> including all the wait staff. It was amazing and ridiculous all at the same time. Uh, it took it forever to get served, and when when served us, they got it all wrong. And um, but the beer was good, and because they forgot my meal twice, they kept bringing <laughs> they kept bringing me these twenty two ounces twenty two ounce mugs of beer. So <laughs> I was getting I was pretty lit. And um, by the time that you didn't even care what your dinner anymore. That's right. I, it was it, actually the food was actually really good. Surprisingly, you know when when mm. it actually did come, they had a Touch Tunes juice box. So. Uh, I spent way too much money on the TouchTunes jukebox, but uh, I played lots of uh, nice mix, actually. I played The Clash and, like, Amy Winehouse and then some 50s doo-wop and stuff. And some people in the bar were enjoying it and some people weren't. But, like I say, I swear everybody everybody in that place looked like they were stoned. And it seemed like there was a lot of, like, maybe, like, old punk luminaries in there. Because it was, like, mm. a lot of, like, 50-year-olds who obviously were part of the scene at some point mm. or with like you know hats on and shit like that and tattoos and junk like that um so yeah who's it was, like hunting to beach like like good riddance maybe i mean there's some bands from hunting to beach right right yeah there are there are I, I, uh vandals maybe yeah actually i think you're right about that yeah so i mean maybe i was in the maybe i was in the presence of like joe whatever his name is and i just didn't know it but uh everybody in there seemed to know each other and uh it was just weird so just as we we were there for like two hours and as we were about to leave, some douchebag comes in with, like, a bunch of people behind him filming him. And he was in, like, a leather jacket, but he didn't, you know, he just looked like a douche, really. And um, I had no idea who he was, so, of course, we made fun of him because uh, like, I was lit by this time. But I guess what it turned out to be, and then when we got out, there was, like, this huge mob down by the pier. I mean, a huge mob. And I guess this doofus was some kind of fucking tiktok star or something oh and he geez. called for some kind of flash mob uh out at huntington beach and i guess actually we saw outside we started to see riot police with like tear gas and shit and i guess after wow. we left like those black flag shows in the early 80s right well i, I guess after after we left uh i guess it turned into like a full-fledged riot and there was a bunch of people wow. arrested there was like 100 people arrested and they turned over like a lifeguard tower <laughs> all kinds huh. of yeah all those uh all those <laughs> well, you talk about cheap fame right i mean maybe right. all of our boyhood heroes weren't necessarily men of the highest character but man, at least they had some some modicum of talent. These stupid social media celebrities—it's it, it, man, right? 
I can't take it, Neil. I can't take it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> All those angry hunting, hunting to beach kids turning over a lifeguard tower, angry at the lifeguards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My dad wouldn't buy me a McLaren. He had to buy me a Corvette. Yeah. So. Well, see, I'm not a car guy, but the the, what, the guy I was with, John, he 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 saw three Maserati somethings on driving mm. that were like, I guess, a really big deal. I I mm. I could care less, but anyway, so that was a really surreal night. It was mm. fun as hell, but uh, it was no, that was sad. That was Saturday. That was Saturday, yeah. So you actually had what did you, did you, were you able to get out and about Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Uh, Najee picked us up, and we went to there was like a hot air balloon that goes over Irvine or something. So we were going to do mm. that, but it was too windy. So mm. uh, we just wait. That does not sound like something you'd be into, Neil. I, I wasn't going to go. No, I. <laughs> those guys. You're going to hold everybody else's purse. <laughs> yeah, because because Ju- Julia really wanted to do it, and I was like, all right, man. He tried to do it twice, I guess, but each time it was called off. So he was he was very upset, but um. Yeah, I was just gonna stand. I was just gonna stand below and wait for those guys because I guess it's only like five minutes or something. You go up and come down again, basically. But it, it didn't happen. So that was at a huge sports field. So we played some soccer on the sports field, and then we went to a couple of uh, crazy outdoor malls that were around there. Mm. Um, again, huge conspicuous displays of uh, of of wealth. You know, just right, so well, different, so different. Listen, I got more questions for you about that, All but right. I want to play another song. All right, well, maybe I should play another one, seeing as I'm just talking about that stuff. Sure, go ahead. That's fine. So I'm going to play this time band, more recent uh, Orange County band, and one of our favorites. This is uh, Smogtown, who we've had Chavez on. This is Smogtown Mm -hmm. with uh, the song Switchblade New Wave. Turn on the Switchblade New Wave! To the new sound It's was a shop and played it all night long Didn't even wait when I switched Play new ways cutting you Be faded fast for the last mile You'll get to quicker, you'll be out of style You stupid looking kids I'll be down, but we don't care You're attracting stairs With those clothes you wear Worshipping falling stars And destroying our ends with electric guitars I'll be standing in the arcade Staring at people with my eyes all glazed You wanna show me off the best switch Played new waves cut in you So they said I got a new dance You tell your friends but they won't give it a chance With stupid looking kids I'll be down but we don't care You're attracting stairs The way you cut your hair Showing off our scars And destroying our heads with electric guitars Stop me dancing to that new song It's so just something played it all night long Didn't even play with that switch Playing new ways, not in you Made it fast for the last mile You catch up quicker, you'll be out of style You stupid looking kids I'll be down, but we don't care You're objective stairs With a radio to blares They're driving in our cars And destroying our heads with electric guitars
Reading in the arcade Certain people with my eyes all glaze You wanna sew me up That street's playing new ways Cutting you So they say they got a new dance You tell your friends But they won't give it a chance You wanna sew me up That street's playing new ways Cutting you there you go. That was Smug Town with uh, Switchblade New Wave. Remind our listeners and me which album that's from. Uh, that's actually not from an album. That's from a 10-inch EP. Ah, okay. Yep, yep. I think it's called like Beach Butch, Beach City Butchers, I believe it's called. Mm. Something like that. Yeah, it's a good so, one. So were you able to do any record shopping? No. I'm afraid I was not. Mm. And so one of the reasons I was so excited to be going that particular weekend was uh, – my favorite psychobilly band and uh probably the first psychobilly band the meteors were supposed to be playing at a place called the doll hut in anaheim on the sunday night so i was all set to go to that because we had nothing to do on sunday it was it was all set so super excited get up for breakfast on sunday looking at instagram or something and the meteors posted that due to problems with the promoter or something, they weren't going to be playing that their Orange County show that night in Anaheim. So that was canceled. So I was mega bummed about that because even though getting an Uber out there was going to be about 30 bucks each way, I was still definitely going to do it. But uh, hmm. yeah, it didn't happen. So I was really pissed off. So, Go ahead. So, well, no, I was going to say, so for the, the, to the interest of our listeners, so what is the, what is the main guy from the Meteor's name? It's only the one guy that's been in the band the whole time, right? Yeah, Paul Fennick. Yeah, it was a, it, I mean, it's always Paul been a, it's always been a trio, and it's always been him and playing uh, guitar and singing. Yep, yeah, yeah, he plays and guitar a, and sings. He writes and all the songs. Yeah, stand-up bass player and a drummer. Throughout the years, they've had just a regular bass player, depending oh, on the, okay. yeah, depending on the quality. Well, of the, the funny guy, but... the funny thing is, I you know, I, you know, once again, pulling back the curtain a little bit, you know, I've been writing for years and years and years, so I get promo emails from just a million different people, and one of them was for a new Meteors album. Mm-hmm. And and he is one of the few people I reached out to his publicist, and they flat out said he doesn't do interviews. Yeah, he's a strange dude. And I think he <laughs> might be. I'm starting to think this guy might be a problem, Neil. Can you imagine a guy, a guy like you having a hero, a guy that has a, has a problem. Well, he's a well, he's he's a well known Satanist. So, uh, like an actual Satanist. Yeah, or an like actual, like uh, Motley Crue. No, an actual Satanist. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so, and the I, devil I believe, told me not to do it. I believe that he actually moved, because he's been in London for, you know, all his life. But I believe he moved to Portland recently. So I believe he lives in the States now, which is why they play a lot of dates over here, mm, especially Portland, on the West Coast. home of a lot of well-known Satanists. A bunch <laughs> well, of granola heads. Well, 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 maybe not Portland, maybe Oregon somewhere. Probably out in the fucking mm. woods, I'd imagine, knowing him. Somewhere where he can do his sacrifices without anyone bothering him. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. not in Ruben London. Well, the the but the, the other so there was we, you were actually excited because it was another show that was really cool that was going to be on Saturday night too. But the thing is, I think the subtext for this is that Michigan and Illinois, where we reside, has not really picked up shows yet. No, so, so it's, another... it's amazing that California is having show. We're sort of amazed by that, right? Yeah, I mean they were. Out, I mean the Doll Huts, uh, obviously a club, but I think they were holding these shows outside. But uh, still. Yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the show Saturday was going to be, I mean, it was going to be basically an Oxnard festival, right? It was Dr. No and Stalag 13 yep. and stuff like that. So I was excited no, that about that, o- too. No, that looked awesome. But, like, like, night, like I said, yeah, I was I was working I was working like a dog that day. And then these guys, our friends wanted to take us to Huntington Beach. So I was like, I, I didn't feel like I should blow them off. So I did that sure. instead. And it was it was a lot of fun. Um, 
I mean, it's a drag because I think our good friend uh, Jason Richardson was gonna was gonna go to that Stella like thirteen oh, show. Mm. Yeah, so we, we we could have met up and stuff. But also, like yeah, I said, cool. though, um, an Uber out there it was between thirty and forty bucks depending on the time of day. So mm. that would have been almost close to a hundred bucks to drop, you know, to get out there. So that didn't well, happen. Well, I, I have very little sympathy for that because I spent a ton of, on Uber over the last week, but. <laughs> Well, regardless you, yeah why don't you play a song and then you can tell me about your your well are you, I, I don't want to cut you off if you're not done um the only thing was i guess that uh a um we flew it was crazy dude so we flew into santa Ana airport which is john wayne international yep and it was literally um two minutes in the car from the hotel mm. which was two minutes from the office we had to go to so Which I is like the exact opposite of if you'd have flown into LAX, it would have right. been an absolute nightmare. So I could have I could have walked it if, and this was this drove me insane too with all the fit people in in California. You can't nobody walks. I mean, there's that old missing person song. Nobody walks in LA. Hmm. It it is absolutely true. If if you're walking on the, like off on some streets, there's no sidewalk at all, so you can't really even walk. But if people see you walking, I assume they assume you're homeless. So especially uh, if you're wearing your camouflage shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so we, you know, like I said I could have walked to the hotel in 5 minutes if I'd wanted to without having to take an Uber, but there was no way of doing it cuz it was across a freeway. So anyway. Hmm. Yeah. So that was crazy. The, but the but, flying the flying is the the, the see the you know we we've had we, obviously we wear masks for stuff when my kids school stuff we do we you know it's not like we don't wear masks we go masks we wear the grocery store or whatever but it's starting to be a pullback on that but that airport thing man from the second you walk into the airport right. to the second you walk out of the other airport so same for us I mean that was the longest I'd worn them for a sustained period for a long time yeah it was other about, than maybe like a wrestling meet or something yeah so this was yeah that was about seven seven hours in a mask because it's a four hour flight and then uh, and then you know you fly you fly direct from O'Hare to. I flew direct from O'Hare to Santa Ana, yeah, American Airlines, and Santa Ana is a beautiful little airport. That's a really, mm. really nice airport, uh, both in and out, and um, and yeah, the, but but being in the mask was was a drag. But I'll tell you what, that Huntington Beach beer company I was just talking about, one of the best things about it, not a mask in sight. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, it was like yeah. old, old yeah. times or something. I had, it was awesome. It was mm. absolutely well, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, so I will play another song. So this one is called. This is by uh, our favorite Sloppy Seconds. This song is called uh, from. This is from the Endless Bummer album. Uh, it's called Thanks for the Memories. You're sure you like to do things like this? Sure. I thought all girls wanted fellas to take them to fancy places, spend lots of money. Not this girl. Shit. 
Tom's favorites, of course, Sloppy Seconds. Thanks for the memories. And I'm starting to notice a kind of trend in the songs you're playing, Tom, but maybe you'll... I don't know what you mean. I'm just trying to describe a feeling in song. (laughs) Yeah, feeling is right. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, we went went, Neil, to a place called Tybee Island, Georgia, which is near Savannah. So our little airport here in Grand Rapids is pretty easy you know i mean it's not o'hare it's maybe like midway i would think okay yeah having been to mid i've only been to midway once so i'm not positive on that but um but yeah so it flies direct to savannah so one of the cool things is i mean it's literally like get on the plane and like two hours later you're having lunch in savannah you know um only two hours it's a it's an hour and 40 minute flight or something like that wow nice so yeah, we, we we went with some friends of ours, Scott and his wife, who you know Scott, and we uh, they had been down there before to this place, and they had really enjoyed it. And they called it like the Redneck. It's like a Redneck Riviera. This is not like a super fancy area, but it's right on the ocean. It's a beautiful little spot. It, it's an island in that it's sort of like carved through the swamps. And so yeah, we flew into Savannah. We jumped in the car and we got down there, and we had a nice little two bedroom, two bath condo that we stayed in, and it was just. Uh, and we just uh, basically ate seafood and drank like maniacs for a few days. That's actually crazy because you were on the Atlantic Ocean, and I was basically almost yeah, the same. Yeah, I know. We were bi-coastal, right? Yeah, and I was almost on exactly the same uh, latitude or longitude or whatever, just on the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> That's pretty funny, just actually. like 3,000 miles apart, straight yeah. across the country. Yep, exactly. But yeah, this was just a little, you know, last year we didn't travel much. You know, I mean, last year our vacation and boohoo, I get it, first world problems. I'm not really crying about it. But our vacations were like, you know, long weekends to Indiana. Right. Yeah, so, they were. Nice yes, to, for sure. so this year, we, you know, we've done some traveling already. And we, you know, of course, plan to go to Vegas in the fall. And I, I'm starting to like have like a scoreboard of festivals and things in the fall because it, well, we'll talk about this later, but it really seems like music is coming back. It's really encouraging, actually. So, um, so we, so yeah, we, we, uh, and much like yourself, I did not get to do any record shopping. Well, I'm guessing on Tybee Island there wouldn't be a lot of a lot there of was record stores. There was the next island over. Well, the next, well the thing is, we did go to Savannah one day. Well, so so hold on. So okay, so let me ask. So you flew into Savannah. So then yeah. you rented a car at Savannah and drove out. We did not. We actually oh. was. I was going to say because it's like seventy bucks. Now, granted, there's four of us, but it's like seventy bucks from the airport to Tybee Island. What, we a, had to do that a, twice. In an Uber? And then we had mean? to do back, well, Uber or cab. It's about okay. the same. Uber is, I'm actually kind of pissed off at Uber, honestly, because we tried to Uber a couple times, and it was like 69 flat rate or something from the, mm-hmm. like, like Savannah to Tybee. And uh, we tried to Uber, and it was like 180 bucks. It would, like, bounce back and forth. Like, that's, oh, it's like, 80, yeah, it's like 85 now. Yeah. Like, I, I've sort of had it with Uber, I think. I mean, if if they're more expensive than a cab, there's not much advantage to it. Right. I mean, yeah, and that's annoying because you can never figure out exactly how much it's going to be because it changes, right? So Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I was, I got to tell you, and, and it might just be the area we're in because I've always had pretty good luck with Uber for the most part. I, you know, I use Uber and I've used uh, the other one. What's the other one that's not quite as popular? Lyft. Yep. I've used yeah. Lyft. I've used both. But I kind of got burned a couple of years ago when we were in Milwaukee and they screwed up my credit card and my credit card got canceled as I stood there by the side of the road. And oh, shit. Like, yeah. So anyway. 
anyway, but yeah, so we spent, I mean, I, I spent 160 plus, I bet you I spent close to 200 bucks on cabs and Ubers. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's but, a, I mean, that's a choice, though. I mean, because you could have rented was, a car, it, Well, right? the fact of the matter is, you could, you, I don't know what's going on with these. I guess you can't hardly rent a car. Is that right? It's part of it's part of the current whatever's going on at the moment. I guess a lot of these rental companies dumped a lot of their cars because there's so few used cars that the price of them is sky high. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. So so to rent a car out of the airport would have been over $200 a day. Whoa. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking over 1000 bucks yeah. for our five days. So, yeah. we So, yeah. So, so to spend... Four hundred bucks on cabs and Ubers. Plus, you, you, know, you could have bought a used car for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the problem, but the other thing is too with having a car is, you know, we're we're drinking all day. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's literally True like enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. lunchtime, sandwich yep. and a beer. You know. Yep. Um, and this this island, this Tybee Island, it was described to us when we were on our way out there in the cab as kind of the Wild West. Like they never really did any of the COVID stuff. They they did a like a they did a St. Patrick's Day parade. Last year, like when everybody else canceled everything, they didn't care. It is definitely a wild west, and it's like I said, it's right on the beach, and you know you get these like big slushy drinks, and you have three of those, and you pass out in the sun, and you know rent some beach chairs, and it was it was a good time, man. It was it was interesting, Neil, on the beach there in Georgia. Now, how because, was the beach? Was it was it nice sand and stuff? Uh, it was actually like kind of a lot of broken shells. It was actually kind of rough on my tender feet because I'm not really a barefoot guy. No, I'm not either. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like our beautiful beaches here in West Michigan, honestly. Uh, but it was not, but it was very nice. And uh, I'm looking at a map of it right now. I'm looking at there must be a place to eat called Fanny's on the beach. Dude, there was, we stayed within a block of that. Like so, all the people in England right now will be laughing their asses off because uh, Fanny <laughs> Fanny means something different in England than it does in, in the states. Like butt? Does it mean butt? No, it no, it means the uh, the vagina. Really? <laughs> yes, it does. So Fanny's on the beach is a pretty funny name. That's Andy, funny. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we were like literally within a block of that. Wow. So you were like on the uh, we were right on the, the southern south tip or whatever, beach. right? Yeah. 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 Right the, you yeah. were south side. Exactly. And it's it was so you know when you go to the north, there's a couple of nicer went to a couple of nicer seafood places. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold a second. Hold a second. Sorry. There's Fanny's on the beach and there's Wet Willies. <laughs> Look at what yeah, place Willies is this? Is where, okay. Wet Willies is where you get those like uh, frozen like concoctions. <laughs> is there another bar called Big Cocks or something? What's I, I don't know. What's Maybe a little cool. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. My bad. So yeah, you know, you know that no, that was that was pretty much it. Um, uh, but it was, I tell you, man, it, it's going to the beach as a person who's you know pushing fifty, and you just watch these young people run around and the style in swimsuits right now is very minimal right yeah. but it was uh it was a, it was an interesting experience it was it was it was fun though it was nice it was a good getaway oh for sure uh, yeah so w- would you go back there again yeah i think so i mean uh it, it was it wasn't like overly luxurious but it was nice mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was cool and like i said that we went to downtown savannah which is a beautiful city spent a day down there um, they all these little parks with all the uh, old statues and stuff, which is always kind of interesting. We we, we uh, went to see the bus stop, the bench of the bus stop where Forrest Gump sat in the movie, where where he was talking <laughs> okay. about chocolates and boring that old poor old black lady with his stories about Jenny or whatever. Yeah, but they I guess they took the bench out. I don't know before vandalizing it or stealing it or what. <laughs> Hmm. I was gonna send, I was gonna send a picture of that to our group chat the Mongo bus or the Mongo bus. 
<laughs> canceled, anyway, canceled, so, canceled. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it, it was it was good, man. But yeah, I, uh, so no uh, record show, no record stores, huh? No, and I didn't even get anywhere. No, not at all. We just, you know, just did, didn't get to it. Did the wife get to go? Uh, get to go antique shopping or anything? You know, we didn't even do that. Wow. Okay. But it was like I said that Tybee Island is. It's a very touristy. It's not a. It's not a culturally rich area. It's a booze-soaked area. Sure. And the the thing is, and the the laws are very minimal about like the open container stuff. So, like you can't carry around a glass bottle, but pretty much anything else goes. Interesting. And even downtown Savannah, they've done the same thing. So it's so weird. So we're walking around at like two o'clock in the afternoon with beers in our hands, and people are going to work and just mm-hmm. like living their lives. Um. And uh, it's funny. We went to a couple bars there. Uh, one of which is is was kind of famous because it's called Pinky McMaster's or Pinky Masters or something like that. And it's where Jimmy Carter declared he was running for president. Okay. And we got totally uh, and we drank like fish and and they, it was actually a true dive bar and they had a CD jukebox. Oh wow, old school. Full yeah. of like misfits, social distortion. Yeah, really? Good, huh. good time. Yeah, three plays for a buck, dude. Take wow. that, touch tones. Yeah, I spent. I probably spent like fifty bucks on a touch exactly. box there. Scam artist. All right. Speaking of spending fifty bucks on touch, why don't you play another song? All right, I'm gonna play the. Uh, I was supposed to meet up. Actually, it would have been nice if I could have got a day off, but I, I couldn't. So I was supposed to meet up with Ricky Frankel. Mm, yeah, he that'd was, be cool. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna take me to Amoeba Records in Hollywood, and that didn't happen. But hopefully, sometime it will. So I'm gonna play the Adolescence classic. Adolescence, mm. another. Uh, Orange County Band. Uh, I'm going to play their classic Amoeba. So this is the Adolescence with Amoeba. The little glass sides, they never lie How can this fall my cold? I've never seen anything like it before This amoeba's got a mind of its own But don't turn your back to stupid science world This is reaching for the telephone
Adolescence, Amoeba. That was off the, the Blue Album, right? Yes, the self-titled. Yep. I mean, they've made a lot of other albums, but, I mean, let's face it, those 13 songs are the ones that matter. That's like the Vandals, right? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. But that was only six songs. Yeah. Was it six or eight? I don't remember. I think the first one was six. And not only that, but if you go buy the reissue of it, it's only got five because the their version of Heartbreak Hotel apparently ran them into some problems. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, I should have I should have played the uh, that Vandal song that you talk about, The Cuckoo's Nest, because that was an Orange County staple too, right? So. Mm. I watched that documentary about that, that OC. Clockwork Orange County? Yeah. Clockwork Orange County. Yeah, it was good. It's good, right? It was good. Yeah. I love cool. uh, What's-His-Face from TSOL. It's funny in there. Yeah, Grisham, yeah. Yep, yeah. I wonder if I need to make another run. I make another, send him another message. He seems to be working on a project right now. Uh, they're making it. See, I think he's hunting the beach actually, but they're making a TSOL documentary. And I think he might be directing it or something. Maybe he was, maybe he was one of those wasted bastards at the, at the, you, he's, at the he's a place. guy that you cannot miss. He's a big dude. Well over six feet tall, big burly chested, blonde haired, you know, I, I don't think you're going to miss Jack Gershon. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of people like that because, again, it was California, you know. <laughs> it's it's funny. You know, I got – I uh, hanging out at the beach in Georgia. It was shocking how heavily tattooed people were. Well, I see that there's a place called Tybee Island Brass Anchor Tattoos down on yep, the very southern tip. Yeah. I did not make it there either. Hmm. But it's Good. crazy how tattooed people were, Neil. I mean, I, I, I felt half naked. Good or bad. Mm, well, you know, whenever yeah. you're around people who are heavily tattooed, it's usually good and bad, right? But I mean, lots some, of lots of stupid tribal shit. Or... Uh, you know, some of that. But yeah, you know, tattoo. You know, picking your tattoos are like naming your kids. It, it's, you're not going to make everybody happy. Well, it's a very per- well. It should be a personal thing. It should be exactly. things that you like instead of just going to tattoo artists and say, "Just do some, give me something." Exactly. I don't understand that, but there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a tattoo of this new microphone of mine. <laughs> Be like, why do you have a blue dick on your arm, dude? Tramp stamp. Um, so, did you stay at a hotel or did you stay at like a condo? No, it was or something? a condo. Okay, so you rented a nice, condo for the nice. week or something. Yep. Yeah. Like you know, BRBO or whatever it was. I don't know. Listen, I don't handle that kind of thing. I didn't get married, so I had to handle that kind of stuff. Wow. Okay. <laughs> was it was it was it reasonable though? I mean, compared to like California prices, I assume so. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it was like I think it ended up being like three hundred bucks a night or something, but it was. For the, between the four of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bedrooms. how many rooms was it? With two two bedrooms? Two bedrooms, two baths, and yeah. you know you know, it, it was good. We we were rarely at the condo. Now it's like is, maybe maybe get up late, make like a brunch lunch yeah. type thing, and then go hit the beach or go drinking or wherever. Now is Scott fully recovered? He still gets winded walking around too much. Hmm. My, okay. This is my buddy Scott who got yeah, got COVID really bad. Um so he still yeah, he still gets winded, but he's working on it. He and I both, dude, you're not gonna believe this. This is gonna, this is gonna blow people's minds. But after a several year absence, I actually uh, have signed back up for the gym. Oh, good for you. Problem is, so I'll do like the elliptical, you know. So yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to get in shape. I'm not trying to get buff. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally like some people are trying to get buff. I'm literally trying to make it so I can live after I retire. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'll go, I'll go do the elliptical, which is arms and legs. You know, you just kind of, and I'll just go 20 minutes and I'll just sweat like a maniac. And then the next day, I'm so sore, I have to take the day off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm sort of easing my way, easing my way back into it. So it was funny at, at our hotel, there was, because uh, we stayed at a Marriott, uh, you know, the, the company paid for all of that, obviously. And there was a really nice pool outside with a hot tub and there was like a workout room and stuff like that. But with working, 
didn't make it well we sat around the pool for like a half hour and they, they had like fire pits and stuff so at night we'd sit around the fire pits and just get drunk and throw shit into the fire pits which we shouldn't have done i guess but um didn't, like didn't... what spare tires <laughs> no, just uh pizza crusts and stuff because it was funny one night we uh the rest... i think it'll burn i think it'll be all right the restaurant there they offered pizza but we looked at the price, and so instead, my friend Julian just ordered some takeout, which <laughs> got delivered. So we walked through the restaurant carrying three big pizza boxes, and yeah, like Domino's. Yeah, dumped outside, <laughs> and just you know, but they were ordering the beer from there, so whatever. Um, mm. But yeah, so we didn't make it out to the. I didn't make it down to the to the workout room once, which is, I was planning on doing. But you know, I, the one time I went down there thinking of it, there was some old dude in a mask on the elliptical, and uh. I was like, oh, "Fuck that! No, no interest in that." so so yeah. yeah so yeah it's funny I, I, it's, it's interesting because like georgia once we got off out of the airport i i had a mask in my pocket but i don't think i ever put it on mm-hmm. over the course of five days or whatever and then we yeah. got back to the airport of course well and the fact of the matter is they say airplanes are like one of the best ventilated places on earth yeah, they I, were, I, I can they believe were, the it, pilot yeah. was telling us about their hypo hipa filters or whatever it is so hepa so yeah, so talking about know. talking about planes, I, w- I was supposed to come back on Tuesday. I think like what time was it? Supposed like two o'clock. The flight was supposed to be or something like that. Yeah, two o'clock, and um, we started getting notifications Tuesday morning that the flight was delayed. First of all, it was delayed two hours, then it was delayed another hour after that, and then it was delayed another hour after that. And because you know it's a four-hour flight, and then Chicago, you add on two hours. You know, that wasn't going to be touching down, getting on until after midnight. So we weren't even sure if that flight was even going to, because it kept getting delayed so many times. We were like, well, there's a problem. It's mechanical problems or something. So we were like, what should we do? You know, should we wait for this and get in after midnight? Or do we just, you know, change the flight if we can? Because there's only a couple of flights in and out, you know, direct flights to Chicago a day out of Santa Ana. So in the end, we decided mm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ditch that flight and switch to a flight the next day. So that's what we ended up doing. So we took like a seven seven a.m. flight the next morning. So mm. that's why we didn't I get love. back till Wednesday. Huh. So that Tuesday was a, that was a stressful day. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, because you're getting all you know you you know you're gonna be traveling in that day, and all of a sudden all the your plans change completely. You know, and as you get older, change is not your friend. You know, mm. <laughs> at least for me. So. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of. You know, like I said, it was a lot of fun. But I, I about my trip, I'm trying to. Yeah, I don't know. Now, was it was it no. is, is it truly an island or is it one of those ones that's like joined a little bit? Yeah, it's kind of like cut through the swamp. Swamp. Wow. Okay. Cool. I mean, you, you you have to go through like bridges. You have to go over a bridge to get to it. But oh it's... shit! Would it, would I have been frightened to drive over it? Yes, there was a billy goat underneath it. A billy? What, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you... <laughs> oh, no, it was, it was the okay, Billy gotcha. Goat was trying yeah, yeah, to yeah, cross yeah. the bridge, wasn't it? I don't remember. <laughs> but no, it, but yes, you, it's because it's swamp, though. It's not like uh, yeah, it's not like you look at back at the mainland or anything. Okay, it's not like driving over the bridge in San Francisco or something. No, no I don't Gate. think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I see. It's right below Hilton Head Island, right? Which I've heard of. Yep. Yeah. Well, my my wife loves South Carolina. That's kind of like her place that she loves to go. And it's funny, you know, we're getting older now. It's like, well, we're kind of considering, you know, where where are we gonna Hang our hats when we're old, you know, because this Michigan. Yeah, these. I these, mean, I agree. The, the winters. Well, I'll tell you what. Birds, let's, let's play. Let's play another song, and then we'll come back and talk about. All right, it's your turn, baby. My turn. Oh, okay, so this was actually 
you know, I know you weren't actually in Hollywood, but you know, I was in Georgia, and my my all time favorite Georgia band, I think, my all time favorite Atlanta band is the Antiheroes. Brilliant. Yeah, we have we have played them before. Yep. But since you were in La, you know, close to La La Land, I thought I'd send this one out to you, pal. This one, this is Antiheroes from their classic, classic mid '90s album, American Pie. This one's called Fuck Hollywood. Hello, WXXX, the home of alternative rock and roll. Can I take your request, please? Hey, man, can you, like, play Fuck Hollywood by, like, the anti-heroes? Well, I, I don't think that would be appropriate. Well, why the fuck not, you trendy music industry radio station piece of shit? One, two, fuck you! Fuck Hollywood! Fuck up today! Fuck the million-dollar movies with nothing to say! Fuck the Simpsons! Fuck Oliver Stone! Fuck Rambo and Sylvester Stallone! Fuck Shane Vaughn and Shirley MacLaine! Fucking John Wayne Fuck that stupid and fuck that too And if you don't like the song then Fuck you Fuck, fuck Hollywood Fuck, fuck Hollywood Fuck, fuck Hollywood today Fuck Sonny Bono and fuck Fuck Cher Someone hit a wall with another chair Fuck Michael Jackson and child molesters Fuck Rock Hudson and Schwarzenegger Fuck the actors at the presidential ball Fuck Oprah and Arsenio Hall Beat up the beast with your stupid bricks Sing about when the winner's sucking dick that one wasn't it that was uh mm-hmm. that was like fuck. sticking your head in a bucket of shit yeah, yeah fuck hollywood by the anti-heroes <laughs> I, yeah i do like the anti-heroes i think i just have like one compilation by them or something but i should delve into their back catalog more because they're that album they're really especially good. is so good man start to finish it's yeah. a great great album matter of fact we, we we're we got we just got a confirmation of a couple of people that we've invited on and one of them i think might have some kind of a connection to the anti-hero so i i actually need to get that cleared up i've been asking people and i can't seem to get a straight answer, so we're gonna we're gonna have some. We might have a little antiheroes talk in the next next few weeks. Now, what's so. the, what's the story with them? They're, they're broken up, or what's the story? Yeah, yeah, they've been they've been done since around two thousand, I think. Oh wow, okay. But their records were on Tang originally. At least that American Pie one was. I wish they would repress that, but I, I don't because Tang has actually been doing a pretty good job of repressing their albums. I don't think they've been doing a good job of paying the artists. I was gonna say they got they got a bad rep, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I, I think they earned it too, from what I can tell. But, um, but yeah, for some reason that American Pie record has not come back into press. Hmm. So I, I once in a while peruse their their site because they got a lot of Tang has put a lot of classic records over the years, man. I got a lot of their stuff actually. Now were they bo- so, were they based in Boston or somewhere on the East Coast, right? You know, they were based in Boston, but now they're yeah. in San Diego or somewhere. They're they're Southern California. Oh wow! Oh wow! Same, okay. Same with Doctor Strange. I think they originally were like a New England thing and then moved out to. 
the weather got better. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like if I was if I'd been there for a vacation instead of work, which actually I might do now I know the area a little bit, I might actually yeah. do that. There'd be so many things to investigate, right? Like like Doctor yeah. Strange well, and Amoeba. Dude, and... You, there's record stores there that you could spend half a day in easily. Yeah. Um, so it, it's funny, you know. So so we, the shows don't our, these shows don't go up for a couple of weeks. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be mid June at least. But it's so it's Memorial Day weekend this weekend. Neil and I are speaking at the beginning of the official kickoff of the summer season, right? And right. it's like yesterday was like a high of like 55. Yes, yeah, it was lower than that here. I think it was a high. It was so it's so miserable. Like we're opening the pool, but with no hope of like swimming <laughs> yeah. in it, you know? Yeah. yeah, break the ice. It was 46 here yesterday with a real feel of 39. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. And it was like in April, we had like 80 degrees. Well, the days I was gone, it was 85. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. it's we had funny. we had very nice weather in Georgia. I mean, the, it was in the low 90s, I know, one day where you got to worry about burning, you know, mm-hmm. in the sun. Um, but it, so do you get, I was going to ask you, so Memorial Day weekend, obviously Memorial Day, you know, Monday is our day of, you know, remembrance for those who have died in our wars. The good one, the good wars, the bad wars, all the wars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, does England have an equivalent of that? Well, the, it's Remembrance Sunday, which is November 11th, right? That's when you're supposed to do it because that's... Well, but that's our... Now, that's like by our Veterans Day, right? Yeah, well, so how do you... How come you guys... But have... Veterans Day, I think, acknowledges just everyone who served, like, living or dead, where Memorial Day is actually, I believe, just for, like, the dead. <laughs> Not the Grateful Dead. They can't really appreciate it, but it's for them. Okay. Uh, why that day in particular? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm asking you. Well, because you know why? I mean, November 11th was the like 11-11 at the 11th hour. That was the day the First World War ended, right? So mm, that's, that's okay. why November 11th is the day in, in England for Armistice Day and stuff like that. But So I think that must be I think that must be our what we call Veterans Day, but I guess I might be wrong about that. Yeah, so I don't know why Memorial Day is on is a, any, was it like the last or the first is it the first weekend in? It's usually June the last. The last weekend in May. Last, okay. Yeah, last Monday in May, I think. So, if it, so if it floats from year to year, there can't be a specific. Well, listen, date man. We have it. this. We have this thing in America called postal holidays. <laughs> I think, I think, I think to, that's been every day for the last eighteen months, buddy. We don't need to have a specific <laughs> day. I've actually had really good luck with the post office lately, Neil. So I'm, I'm. I'm Back on the pro post office train. I just got my Dead Boys album um, a couple days ago, as a matter of fact. So mine took way longer to get here than yours did. But you ordered it later, too. Well, listen right? to you. <laughs> well, no, I think I hopped on it right away because I, it's one of those classics, man. It's been hard to get on vinyl over the years. So I've got an original, and I've got this uh, this reissue, and this weird It's color. nice, huh? Did you spin it yet? I didn't spin it yet, no. I mean, it's but it, man, the color is weird, right? It's that weird Beautiful. yellow yeah. swirly thing, yeah. Yeah, I got that right before I left. And when I came home, um, I got I had a package waiting, and you know I've been obsessed with getting a vinyl copy of Living in Darkness, okay, by Agent Agent Orange, another uh, another Orange OC band. band. Yeah, I was I was thinking of playing them today, but I just ran out of songs. Yeah. Well, okay, but did, we'll play some other time. I love love that baby. That first album, yep. first album is so amazing. After that, it's uh, hit and it's miss. pretty slim pickets. It's but, hit and uh, miss, yeah. Yeah. But that first album is so good, and I got this like really nice Rhino CD version of it that's got a bunch of extra tracks and stuff. But I always wanted to get like the that original real dark blue purple cover thing, mm-hmm. 
And they did like a purple version of it a couple of years ago for record or last year for record store day. It was the Italian import radiation records. And I didn't, I was able, not able to get a copy that they were going for 50 or 60 bucks. So I found one on the grave mistake mail order, which grave mistakes, a cool little distro record label out of Richmond, Virginia. So I just like impulse bought it after midnight, after a few drinks. And, uh, along with a couple other things. So that was sitting on my porch when I got home. So I was pretty, pretty pleased. So even though I didn't get to do any record shopping in Georgia, I came home to a new copy of Living in Darkness, the Freeze's first album, Land of the Lost, on beautiful orange vinyl. Oh, you did? Got and, that one too. Nice. Yep. And I found a, and a copy of the Pegboy Strong Reaction album, which I did not actually have. I Yeah, I have that on CD. I don't have that on vinyl, I don't think. So yeah. I just got it on black vinyl, and I, I love that record so much. I know yeah. you and I have even, I've even said that I think I prefer that to any individual Naked Raygun album, yeah, even though I, rec- I recognize that Naked Raygun <laughs> is probably a more important band. I just like that album better than any one. The body of work, obviously, Naked Raygun. But anyway, but so that copy, so the, the Agent Orange one I got is actually on black. It's not the purple, like, 700 oh, gotcha. copy version it's more like a mainstream version but still i only paid like 21 bucks for it oh, no, and that purple yeah. one is going for 50 60 bucks now i yeah I boast i have the original on posh boy from 81 of course yeah of course. let's see how much of that's going for shall we oh 60 oh see, i bet not you it's that great bad. not that, that bad actually 70 70 bucks uh because yeah that that recent version that came out last year is the cheapest ones are 50 but they're all european of course though yeah let's see what the ones that are very good very good okay it's like i only go like 110 yeah, 110, 125. Yeah. Is that a It's hard for so. a record that's 40 years old to remain very good plus. Well, it depends how many, so. yeah, how much it's been played, I guess, right? With the lyric sheet and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I can remember getting that when I first got that. I was like, wow. Because I was, you know, turned on to American hardcore and stuff. And then I got Agent Orange not knowing what to expect. And then I was just blown away, you know, absolutely yeah. blown away by how good those songs were, you know? Yeah. And it's definitely not like. It was definitely an outlier among the American yep. hardcore because of the surfy stuff, but it had that same man that sense of desperation and stuff in the vocals. Definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the classic. So there was uh, I don't know if you remember Vision skateboards from the early '80s. Like they were like the biggest competitor to Powell. You might remember like Vision Streetwear that was everywhere. Yep, yep. I had the yeah. shoes. I had like those high tops. Yep, yep. Yeah. So there was the first Vision video because like skate videos were super huge back then, right? Um, especially for people that weren't on the West Coast. Uh, but there was a classic vision, I think it was called Skate Visions was the first one. And um they had like Agent Orange playing in a pool with the people skating all around them. So I think mm. they was one of that was like the first that's been done to death since then, but I think that was the first one. Mm. That's absolutely classic. I think they would Well, you know what? I'm that's I've officially changing my last song, so just right just a heads up. I'm officially gonna play an Agent Orange song for my last song. Oh well, there you go. You hit hitting my uh I'll I'll support your OC because yeah. originally your idea was, and I think it was a good idea. You say, "Hey, you play bands from Georgia, and I'll play bands from the OC." I'm like, "Well, there's like 50 classic OC bands and like two bands from Georgia. <laughs> like, what do you want me to play REM or something, dude?" Yeah, we were going, we were going, we were going back to the B52s. Well, this could, one you, you goes out that. to the one I love. Antagonizes ATL, I guess that would have kept it up. Well, to date, but right? I, I would, but I think we're probably going to have Bo on, uh, the singer on from ATL, so I don't want to like. Yeah. Play a bunch of eight, you know songs by that. Sure, sure. Okay. Damn it, Neil! You revealed the making of the pie. <laughs> well, see, now we can't do your 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 whole boob medley that you've got going on today. <laughs> you know what? Two <laughs> two songs about boobs is probably enough. Maybe you know what? Maybe we'll play out with uh, your 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 last boob song. Um, so I'll tell you what. Well, that one really didn't fit anyway because it's sort of like a counterpoint almost to those other ones, right? 
Uh, yeah, well, you could have played that one off the last album, don't they? Have another one that someone's finally got tits or something? Isn't oh, Ursula's, Ursula finally got tits. No, yeah. that's actually from Love Songs to the Retarded. Oh, that's okay. a classic. Yeah. Classic era. I think we've played that one though. Okay, we probably have. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my last OC track, so then you can play yours. Uh, So mine is one of our favorite newer OC bands, uh, Broken Bottles. Mm, Newer, like from 2000. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, well, they want to do everything from like 81, right? Um, So this is uh, Broken Bottles with their (laughs) classic ode to uh, young Kelly Osbourne. Uh, Oh yes, yes, good one. (laughs) This is Broken Bottles with Kelly Osbourne. Oh my 
there you go. The broken bottles with uh, they're in a pawn with Kelly Osborne apparently. I want to I want to so, know that that song's actually based on truth. Yeah, that would be nice to know that our boy was uh, <laughs> yeah. in a pawn with Kelly Osborne. Yeah, I think mm. it just happened to to rhyme. I think that was pretty much all it was. <laughs> so, so the one thing, so I did mention earlier, and I was I said I'd go back to it that it's it really generally looks like shows are going to come back. Remember last spring, we're like, oh, I'm sure by fall, right? There'll be shows or yeah. whatever. And obviously, so now we're at, what, 14 months, 15 yeah. months? Well, I mean, uh, oh, okay, so we say that, but in one of our last Me and You shows, was that 107 maybe? Um, we were talking about festivals, and mm-hmm. we'd been talking up Rebellion. And, of course, Rebellion has been canceled again yes. for another year. Rebellion's already been pushed back to 2022. So um, the English are Which is amazing to me because it's all English big. Literally, I mean, like Bad Religion is one of the headliners, but other than that, it's pretty much all English bands. Right, but English is England is really tentative about fucking about COVID. So there, mm. uh, yeah. So that's being pushed back to twenty twenty two. So that one's not happening. Um, Riot Fest. I mean, it's still shit, but they've added Rancid to the bill. I see. So oh, did they? I didn't yeah, see that. Oh. it's a little. It's a little bit better. I mean, that's oh, fine. Oh, you know but what, I mean, I, I don't know that Rancid might be twenty twenty two. I don't know if they're this year or no. Next the years. only thing they've announced from twenty twenty two, the only bands from twenty twenty two, I believe, is the OG Misfits. And yeah, that's what it was. My Chemical Romance. Yeah, that's, that's such a weird thing. And you and I were kind of talking about that. Like our kids are into My Chemical Romance. It might almost be like one of those perfect generational bills that actually. But, the, you know, they're going to play on different nights, and it's going to be horrible. Oh, hold on a second. So get this. So, okay, so add it to 2021 Riot Fest. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> oh, Jesus, shoot me in the face. Wow. Um, Dropkick Murphys. Rancid. The Bronx. So it's just, so, so it's just the normal festival headliners, Dropkick Murphys, Rancid. I mean, I hate to say it, well, but it, I've seen each of those bands so many times. Well, it is, but it's better than it's better than what the 2021 lineup was. I mean, it was it was fucking horrible. So at least well, there's know, a couple hey, listen, of punk bands now, I've right? Only seen, I've only seen Machine Gun Kelly once. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it was like Run the Jewels and fucking Faith No More I, I and actually stuff. Did, terrible. I actually did see him, Neil. I went with my daughter, and I don't remember what show it was. It's like Fall Out Boy or something. You know, I've been known to go to shows that aren't really my cup of tea with my daughter for as like when she was underage and, and she wanted to go to shows, and I would review them for punk news and just get into fights with people about how bad Fall Out Boy sucks or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I actually did see Machine Gun Kelly. Now, was that when he was doing his rap stuff or was it when he was he doing was, his it seemed like he was kind stuff. of transitioning yeah. between rap and rock and the funny thing is i think he was named like rock artist of the year last he year was. or something he was i just was, saw that yeah everybody was saying his album was the pop punk album of the year i'm like i have a problem with this is in that there's no punk in this pop punk yeah i uh, i hate white rappers man it's dreadful it's the worst yeah yeah. So. So and yeah. So so that 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 Riot Fest lineup. It looks like a Lollapalooza lineup. Like the biggest names are Nine Inch Nails and Smashing Pumpkins. I I really don't have anything against those bands, but I mean, I'm not gonna go pay to watch that crap. Right. Right. I, and so. once again, bands that I saw in their prime. You know. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I mean, it's upsetting that Rancid is playing that, but they're not playing punk rock bowling because they would have well, been the, they would have been the perfect people to do instead of when if, when I mean, when when No FX dropped out. Well, what about when, like, Circle Jerks Reunion is, like, the big news, and it's in the middle of the freaking lineup? Yeah, so they'll be playing like, like, play Sunday in the middle of the afternoon for, like, like half an hour. Below, like, way below <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. I mean, yeah. and, and it's fine. It's just, it's time for, it's time to stop pretending that Riot Fest is really a punk rock festival. Yeah, it's 
yeah, it's a piece of shit. And, and listen, go have a great time. I went several years and we had fun, but I just, man, fighting those size crowds for those that level of band, eh. Yeah. It's one thing maybe to, for the Misfits, maybe. Now, if Rancid plays like a club show or something, that would be interesting. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? I'm open to coming down for the club shows if there's some club shows because yeah. I've seen a couple of those that were real cool. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that might be something, maybe in September. But I, I – you know, two weeks later is Punk Rock Bowling. Which uh, we are both going to. Yes, we have, are. Have you booked your flight yet or not? I did. Oh, you did? Okay. We yeah, are I, leaving I, Thursday I midday. Yet. We will be there Thursday early afternoon. Okay. Now, I'd, I'd imagine we'll be, again we'll be... We'll Monday be, midday. We'll be uh, Ubering or um, getting a taxi, I'd imagine, right? We're not renting a car. Well, here's the thing. You, can, you don't need to. Once you get to... So you'll have to take a fairly expensive Uber to... From the airport to Fremont Street. Okay. But once you're there, you're there. There's mm-hmm. buses that go back. If you want to go up to the Strip, you can jump on a cheapo bus to get up to the Strip. I mean, you won't drive once you get there. You'll, you'll have an open container the whole time you're there if you're not being a total puss. Okay, so that's cool. So, Or other even uh, the, the, the hotels run but then shuttle buses from the airport yeah, so, to the... And you might, yeah, you might even be able to grab a shuttle bus. Yeah, I, and right. I don't know about the specific hotel we're staying at, but... But yeah, we're staying at the same hotel, but this hotel might be so big it might be like, you know, staying in the same city. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I guess I've got a double I guess I've got a double double room, right, for myself. So yeah, we can do we can we can set up the uh I'll bring the punk till I die banner and hang it up. And then, there you go. And then yeah. we can invite It'd be people like after in. party at Neil's suite. Yeah, exactly exactly. <laughs> but I have to be I have to be asleep by ten, so you know. Neil's gonna be known as the Marilyn Manson of Punk Rock Bowling. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but okay. He's got heavy steel doors. On the <laughs> All right, that's uh, a moment. You're the boob man, apparently. I guess. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just you know, it, it's a. I always wanted to do a, a thematic one where I did all all boob songs. I just thought it'd be funny, and then not say say it, just see if people kind of pick up on what's going on. Thanks for the memories. Exactly. <laughs> so. So what do we got left, Neil? What where are we at here? Well, I was just gonna say. So which other? So, okay, so there's another festival you are interested in, right? Tell us about so that. So I one. am, and it's a weird, it's a weird one, but it's a small one. But you know, a lot of the festivals this year, um, are camping festivals. Yeah, fuck that. As you know, which you know, I think you about that. And you and I and my pal Scott and uh, I mean he's you know he and I you and I are the uh, kind of he and I have traveled together for years going to shows and you and I go to shows obviously but all three of us are pretty much like. That's a non-starter. Right. Which is a bummer because that one in Pittsburgh, man, it's kind of like the Pittsburgh area. It looks really great. It's got Susie Moon. It's got um, Antagonizers ATL. It's got the Queers. It's got uh, Blank 77, who I've never seen, who I love. But, yeah, it's a camping thing. But there's a little one going on, and I, I almost hate to say it for – well, no, I don't because I, I don't think it will sell it or anything. But it's in uh, it's on the very west side of Maryland. Okay. Kind of like south of Pittsburgh. It's in Cumberland, Maryland. And like on Saturday nights, the big night, Sloppy Seconds is headlining. And right before them, the Cheats. Oh, boy, the Cheats. Yeah, tug it old Todd Cheat. I'll be, yeah. That sounds good. And then, so what are the bands? Let's see. Beat My wife Nick. is mocking me, dude. My wife is mocking me behind the microphone. Well, because of this huge black phallus in your face? I mean, no, blue I think phallus? just because of how excited I get to see the Cheats and Sloppy Seconds play, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> so we've also got the Lauskateers who've kind of got a – we've played them on one of our shows before. Yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd like to see them. Yeah. Um, McRad, the Beatnik Termites, the Jason, I oh, mean, the Jasons. You, you know? The Jasons, yeah, the yeah. Beatnik Termites. I'm, I'm definitely – and that's on – Beatnik Termites and Jason are kind of like the stars of the Thursday night. And then Friday night there's actually a rockabilly band, like a psychobilly band 
that I'm not really that familiar with. But the other one is a great Pittsburgh punk hardcore band called Submachine. Yeah, never never heard of anybody on the. On they're that, re, they're really good. On that uh, but I'm I'm also kind of curious to see McRad. They're one yeah. of those bands where I love some of their music and some of it seems to kind of blow. But yeah. it'd be cool to check out. So anyway, but the thing with that is it's literally like a block away from hotels. Okay. And it's at an indoor, you know, it's like it's at a bar. Now how long? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh wow! So it's not so it's an indoor. It's not an outdoor. Okay. I think it's indoor. Okay. And, uh, and maybe they have an outdoor stage or something. I don't know, but I, I think it's indoor. Okay. But yeah, I, I tell you what, me and Scott and yourself, we are you know if we're going to camp, we're camping at the Ramada, right? <laughs> yes. There's not a chance in hell I'm going in the fucking canvas. No, <laughs> not a chance in hell. I mean, I, I know we do have some. I know we have some listeners that love to camp, and I and more power to you, man. I loved it as a kid. I just, I just as an adult, it's just not for me. So. So okay, so adding on to that, so that's that's one of your things you're excited about. So for yeah, me, yeah, middle that's middle August. I haven't bought tickets or hotel for that yet, but I I'm really what I'm actually waiting for is Sloppy's whole tour itinerary, mm-hmm. so I can see what they're doing. Maybe we can sneak in a few shows. So we'll see. So for me, um, one of my favorite outdoor festivals in Chicago is a thing called Motoblot. <laughs> um, you know, fuck Riot Fest that piece of crap um motoblot is like uh, old cars old motorcycles um and then they got like 60 bands that normally play too it's like a street festival right but this is once again it's like like you know we're talking about riot fest 50 60 70 000 people a day to talk about festivals that may be like hundreds of people per day right right yeah and, and it's right outside of uh oh shit what's the bar why am i mind going to complete cobra? Cobra, cobra lounge Rooms? thank you yes yeah, yeah they, they close off the streets around cobra lounge and it's basically the main the main stage and stuff is right opposite from cobra lounge so you can go into cobra lounge and they have uh, yeah so there's people selling like motorcycles stuff and um it's it's just really cool you know they got pretty good food over at that cobra lounge too actually they do yeah hipster burgers you know 14 dollars hamburgers they do so i mean so i've I've been going to motobluff for years and they've had some good headliners you know naked reagan have headlined it uh this there's been they always get decent bands um and they just started announcing the bands for this year so so far they've only announced two but but they're both pretty good so one of the best psychobilly bands, the Necromantics from uh, from Denmark, as a matter of fact, they're going to be headlining one of the nights. And uh, there's some all-female Black Sabbath band called Black Sabbath, who you would probably enjoy. Um, it's kind of a that's kind of a throwback to our conversation we had with Sharon Needles a yep. few episodes ago. Yeah, she was. In she was one, talking right? about. She was in a couple of those. Yeah, I think she was in like Hell's Bells, like B E L L. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but it was interesting talking to her about how those bands, how much more money they get and how much more traveling they do than like the band you know like their original punk bands and stuff right so that would be that would be fun i would rather see some women playing paranoid than ozzy osbourne pissing his pants and stumbling around on stage (laughs) doing it for 500 bucks yeah for sure um so this one is uh august so it it normally goes friday saturday sunday but normally the normally the big day is the saturday um so yeah, August twenty seventh, August twenty eighth, and August 29th. So if you're up for it, man, if you want for a little road trip, that would be a, and if you can make it those days, that would be, or at least on the Saturday, that would be a cool. Well, I'll tell you cool what, if I'm if I am not working that weekend, I would definitely. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do, Neil, is I'm gonna head over to that event and I'm gonna click interested. There you go. Yeah. I'm not gonna click going, but I'm gonna click interested, and then it'll tell me whenever a new band gets announced. So that'd be cool. Yeah. So we'll oh the Delta Bombers, I guess, are the third band, so they're more a bit. I don't root, know them. A bit rootsy, I think. More rockabilly, but mm. kind of rootsy as well. So, 
Okay, we're all over the place today, but that's all right. I, I feel like we're wrapping it up here. But I want to. So one of the bands I saw added to Rebellion just to jump all over the place, just because if you know if somebody's listening to that work and walks away from their computer for a minute, and comes back, so they're thoroughly confused. Rebellion twenty twenty two though. Rebellion twenty twenty two. One of the bands added is the Levelers. <laughs> okay. This is a real head scratcher, right? Um, well, I mean, I guess they have the the roots are in the punk scene. I guess they kind of are a, they. Yeah, the kind of an anarchist kind of, you know. I don't know much about them, but I'm like, I don't really think they're a punk band, are they? Well, I, I guess they'd be under the folk punk umbrella, right? Someone like that. I mean, say what you want about them. Some of these geezers like Peter the Test Tubes and Sham yeah. Sixty Nine, but they were definitely punk rock bands at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, this is <laughs> this this is definitely in the folk punk genre, right? The levelers huh. they've been going for ages. Jimmy's New Model Army. I mean, you know, kind of huh. similar kind of thing. Um, but I just but how high they are in the bill? They're like one of the top three. They're like at the top of the bill. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if maybe they've been maybe they haven't played in like thirty years or something. I have no idea. Hmm. You know, I don't know either. Now that's going to be a difficult. That's going to be a weird one, right? Rebellion twenty twenty two because uh, canceled two years in a row. So people who already have tickets for the twenty twenty and the twenty twenty one shows, yep, they're they're, they're going to automatically get get tickets for twenty twenty two. So I'd imagine it's that's going to be probably a kind of a difficult ticket to get because it's probably well, three quarters it's, it's, sold well, already. The other thing they said that was interesting is they are adding an outdoor stage. Okay. So that might be able to accommodate thousands. And once again, you know, the big room at at, at Rebellion is a ballroom, right? Was it hold a couple thousand? Yeah, I, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, no, we're not no. talking about Riot Fest level people. Oh God, no! And thank God. So the thing is, yeah, so, so here's the thing, you know, like, yeah, it's it's the tickets from 2020 and 2021 roll over. Right. So yeah, a lot of tickets are probably already sold, but a lot of those people bought the tickets will die between now and then. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a that's a that's a dark thought right there by our boy Dude, TT. I, I, uh, I, I, uh, a high school friend of mine's dad just died, which wasn't surprising. The guy smoked cigarettes like they was afraid they were gonna run out of him. And it was mid seventies, but a high school chum of mine just died. I found out he was a year, you know, 40, 49 years old. Yeah, it's yeah. When you get time, start getting to your age, buddy, that starts happening. Yeah, it's time sad. waits for no man. That's why I'm going to the gym. I, I'm either gonna get in shape or I'm gonna die on the stupid elliptical. Yeah. So all right, where are we at, Neil? Let's 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 put a ball on this sucker. Uh, well, you gonna play your last song there, my friend? You you changed it up. So which Agent Orange song do you want to play? Let's play the classic title track from from the album. Um, this is, uh, from 1981, Neil, maybe I think you made a reference earlier, like, Oh, can't play everything from 1981. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fine. We played a couple of this, newer ones. Newer. It's from 1981. This is, uh, Agent Orange, the title track from their great, great album, Living in Darkness. Darkness 
safe just being alone Living in darkness, living in a world of my own I feel selfish, doing everything by myself Love me so cold I wanna live to be a couple thousand years old Ashes to ashes Dust to dust Well, I thought I knew somebody that I could trust Now I'm not so sure I feel safe this being alone Living in darkness, living in a world of my own I feel safe this being alone Living in darkness, living in a world of my Orange, Living in Darkness, and if you don't have that, what would what, what you even call it? An album? What do you call it? An EP? Which, what, what is it? What well, is it it's, fall, it's like a 12 inch. Wouldn't it originally have like eight songs? Uh, yeah, I think it's eight songs. Yeah, um, so that's one thing with the radiation reissue, which I'm sure make you insane, but it does have extra tracks. I think it's got ah! 11 songs or something. Well, at least let's hope are the extra, are the extra tracks at least from the same, uh, from the yeah, same, yeah, same time era. period because yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that nothing annoys me more than that when they'll throw on like tracks that were recorded like four years later or something that well, don't match the original at all. version of Blood because I have the Rhino version, which is a very good CD version. I mean, I, I definitely it's got a it's a really nice got a nice booklet and all that stuff. Um, that has like the original version of Bloodstains from like 78 or something, mm-hmm. and then it's got the Bloodstains from living in darkness and it's got and most of the bonus tracks are uh, like surf instrumental tracks 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, they they're one of the few well. band. They're one of the few bands that I can actually tolerate that. I'm not a big fan of the instrumental track, but Mike Palm is a great guitar player and he could pull that stuff off. So. Holy shit! So, uh, looking at the first the first seven inch, which obviously was like you just said, Bloodstains. Um, guess how much on? Uh, Six six hundred fifty bucks. Six ninety five. Oh well, that's a pretty damn good yeah. guess. Yeah. They have one. They have one that's one hundred and ninety nine, but it's kind of grayed out for some reason. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on with that. But well, I know yeah. sometimes you go on there to look for something and it's not official and you can't buy it or sell it. You ever do that? Does, there's those. Yeah, I mean, this. Okay, so um, slight tangent, but I think Jay um, Jay Galvin. Uh, Jay Prozac. Yeah, Jay yeah. Prozac. Sorry. Yep. Um, I don't remember what episode he was on, but he joined us yeah. last, last year, I think. He did. He said he just bought a uh, vinyl version of Adios Amigos by the Ramones. Mm. And I'm assuming, and he said, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that expensive. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's one of those unofficial releases out mm. of like Germany or something yeah. like that. And I was just reading up on that yesterday, and it's basically what it sounds like. It's just a cheap CD. They're using the CD master mm. or using a CD as the original and then pressing it, pressing it onto vinyl, and it says that the sound quality is shit. So mm. even though it's cheaper, it sounds like Well, there was, are there are yeah. official versions. See, now there are official versions of some of those. Like there's this company in Europe called Music on Vinyl. Vinyl, right, yeah, and, they, and, and they do a really nice job. They do a nice job. Like I, like I have like social distortion albums are not really widely available here. You can get the music on vinyl versions, mm-hmm. and they and they are, no, they do a good job. So and because I'd love to get like uh, I'd actually love to get Brain Drain and uh, some of the later what's the Ma, uh, Mondo Bizarro has always been one of my favorites. Yep. So I, I would love to get some of those later albums actually on vinyl but yeah i'm only i'm only missing two i'm missing mondo bizarro and adios amigos those are the only two dude original you don't have you don't have acid eaters oh of course i don't have that i don't even count that (laughs) (laughs) i don't even count that as a ramones album that's that's Mm. dreadful Uh, from from the cover from the cover all the way to the to the to the vinyl it's just horrible so i don't even count that one but so um, much for wrapping this thing up in a bow neil uh yeah that's true uh, how did we even get onto that? Oh yeah, Agent Orange. We were talking about yes. that, right? Because uh, yeah, that even. Anyway, I... this this radiation reissued this black version. Like I said, it's not numbered, it's not limited or anything, but it's a pretty solid version of it. So if you're if you're if you haven't jumped on that, it's been in and out of press for years. Like you can get a nice CD version of it, but to get it on vinyl, it's just not that cheap or that easy. So that, you might want to hop on that right now if you want to get that Italian import version of uh, Living in Darkness. Yeah, why Italian? I wonder. Oh, that radiation out of Italy. They do some cool stuff. That that um, uh, orange version of that Freeze Land of Lost record is, is great. See, that's interesting, though, because like we were just saying, but the Ramones, the latter albums were all on Radiation Records, which was out of the U.S. at that no, point. No, Radioactive. Radioactive. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Which was their manager's label or something. Okay. So, yeah, those ones are hard to get. But, you know, it's like I, I just – I've been going to the record store every couple of weeks. My local here – my amazing Vertigo music in uh, Grand Rapids, and he had some of these like dancing. You should fucking sponsor the show, dude. You give those guys a lot of props. <laughs> he gives, you know what? He takes care of me over there, dude. Yeah, I, I have a I, I, bet I, have he a does. I have a range. <laughs> <laughs> but like they have, I, I said, what's the deal with these dancing records? Like, yeah, they're straight up bootlegs, but they're like that same thing. They're kind of like official, unofficial. You know, like yeah, they're yeah, yeah. pretty easy to get. Yeah. Because he won't, so, he he won't reissue his back catalog, right? For some reason, uh, it, it's it, it's it's unclear if it's him or the label or or what. But 
there's some money to be made. It's just like those Sam Hain records, man. They're pretty rare. The vinyl versions of the Sam Hain records are pretty rare. He could make some money. I mean, you know, it's not like they're he's going to sell a hundred thousand of them, but he, you know, five thousand of them at twenty bucks a piece is no small amount of money, right? Right. No, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's funny because so. considering that he likes to make money, you know. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, when we do our, you know, the Punk Till I Die seven inch, <laughs> limited edition. Exactly. Very, very limited. Yes. Very limited. <laughs> very limited. One for me. One for you. <laughs> But anyway, all right, let's wrap this sucker up. My right. So my wife is still painting the house, and it's a beautiful day. And if I don't help her a little, it's probably not going to bode well for me, my friend. All right. Well, time, sure. to go do, time to go do some yard work, the bane of every Midwestern or, uh, you know, of uh, every uh, suburban suburban Midwesterner. So I'm going to play us out with uh, to keep to finish off with your whole boob fascination. Should mm-hmm. I? Should I? Which one should I play? Should I play? Wait. Well, like you're not fascinated with boobs. We're born fascinated with boobs. You know, we shall die fascinated with boobs. That's very, very true, actually. And I um, don't mean do it just like a friendly way. So should I play? Should I play Ursula's Finally Got, or should I play No Tint? I think, t- I think we've one? actually we've actually played that one. Oh, okay. I think we played Ursula. So let's do the other one. Okay. So uh, playing out is going to be the queers with No Tit. And, um, yeah, so uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed it. And um, stay thanks, Yeah, thanks for listening. We got some, yeah. we got some stuff, uh, really, stuff that we're really excited about coming down the pipe. So. Yeah, uh, stickers, send up, you know, tell us if you want stickers. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah, I, have sent, I actually you. have sent out some stickers lately, yeah. So, if, yeah, if you want some stickers, send us uh, your name and address to just send us an email with it or shoot us a private message on the Punk Till I Die Facebook page. Um so yeah, and we've been having a lot of. Once again, if you're not already in it, join the Punk Till I Die Facebook group. Yeah, our group is fun. There's a lot of and lot of fun uh, you stuff know, and you there. can. I mean, if you like, you know, references to '70s British television, it's the place for you. <laughs> or wacky Japanese stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So join that, and uh, yeah. So uh, talk to you next time. Stay free. Keep a little mark in your heart. Smell you later. Smell you later. Yeah.